Coming up on Star Wars tonight, we're talking about the new, the brand new international trailer. We've got some new footage from Rogue One, folks. Let's do it right now. That's right. Welcome. It is Star Wars tonight. You've come to the right place. It's that nightly countdown to Star Wars Rogue One. Get ready, folks. Let's get excited. Uh, well, the Thursday edition starts right now. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm your host, Riley Blanton, for this particular podcast episode. To the folks who are joining us uh, live in the live chat on Mixler today is where we're doing it today. Welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you. Uh, I'm so excited. We've got a lot to talk about. A new trailer. Uh, I can't say trailer anymore. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. I've got, I've got thoughts. But yeah, I'm Riley Blanton, your host, host of Star Wars Tonight. And, of course, host of the Star Wars Report podcast uh, here on the network, and you've come to the right place. I'm so excited uh, for, for today's show. We've got uh, a lot to talk about, and you heard a, you heard a little cackle there, so I'm not going to wait around. Let's bring him in. He's my co-host over at the Star Wars Report podcast, and I'm glad to be having him on uh, for tonight's episode, uh, even for a short while. I know you have some obligations that will have you rolling out here shortly, but it's Mr. Mark Hurleman, everybody. What's going hey, on, Mark? It's good to be back, man. It's been a year since I've been on. Uh, it's, <laughs> I know. We've, we literally talk to each other pretty much every week. But, it, yeah, it's been a long time since it's been Star Wars Tonight. So, seriously. It's always nice, though, because we've been planning this for a while and all yes. that stuff. And, you know, it's always been part of the plan that I was only going to be on every now and again. So Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's my time. It's, let's it, shine. <laughs> it's it, time to shine, man. Um, dude, let's let, we're going to watch the actual full trailer here in a second. I'm going to kind of talk over it uh, for those of you who haven't seen it. And you know what I'm going to do? For those of you who are tuning in live right now in the chat, I'm going to drop the YouTube link in case you haven't had the opportunity to see uh, the Rogue One trailer. But I'll tell you what, man, I, I, I just have to take a second uh, because before we get into all the Rogue One stuff, dude, like, as a, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. I've had a fantastic evening. Uh, celebrating, uh, and this is, again, it's totally selfish of me, and apologies to everybody <laughs> listening, but I'm just going to take a moment to say, uh, this afternoon, as I record this, uh, November the 10th, 2016, the year of our Lord, 2016, <laughs> I got my job assignment in the United States Air Force. So, of course, uh, I don't know how many people who listen to Star Wars Tonight know this. Sometimes I talk about... ROTC and, and college and career stuff uh, on Star Wars Report. But, man, dude, I'm so excited. I'm going to be an intelligence officer. Uh, That's so boss. Dude, dude I'm so excited. Um, which means I'll, I'll have some – it means I graduate in May, and then I go off to Intel school shortly thereafter that. Uh, out in the middle of Texas is where I'll be, actually. So you should be by Wi-Fi – your whole career. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what levels of uh, security and stuff. Uh, so that, of course, means I have to start my background check, et cetera. By the way, dude, let's, can you imagine? In fact, listening to this podcast right now at some point in the future is the person combing through my entire Star Wars library of uh, content online who's doing my background check. So to you, sir, I apologize because it's literally hundreds, <laughs> it's hundreds of hours of audio. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get one of these guys come up to you and go. I, I get the running joke. I, I get I get it now. 
Exactly. Like, so many people, they just miss all the running jokes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, I'm going to make a tweak or two to the audio here. It seems to be working well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. This week we've had a – we're normally live at Facebook.com slash Star Wars Report every weeknight. Of course, 7 p.m. is the normal time. But I had to shift around the time because a bunch of the uh, ROTC cadets here, we had a great time going out and celebrating our uh, – uh, our our official job titles that we'll have once we uh, once we graduate. So, dude, it's uh, it's exciting times. Exciting times. There, I mean, the two biggest parts of of the life of Riley, right? Um, that's Star Wars, right? And not just Star Wars, but the community and the friends I've made through it, and the military and and my ROTC career. And and it's often it's really fun when they cross over too. But uh, but that's dude. That's there you go. That's the official. That's the official Riley Riley's life update. I'm very happy right now. We'll just put it that way. Very the very the Rye one one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> enough dilly dallying, man. Let's talk about this Rogue One international trailer. Now, Mark hasn't seen it yet, folks. Uh, I honestly, I thought they were done, man. I no. mean, like, at what point do they call it? Is this is this the last trailer? I thought the last one was the last one till this one. I think they're done. They're definitely done with regular theatrical trailers, but. They're releasing the trailers for the international market, and and they did this for The Force Awakens, man. It was right about the same time uh, last year where they released the China trailer, the international trailer, to be released in the Chinese market. And that one was the most informative, I think, out of all the mm -hmm. ones that we had. It was like, oh, they should have played that first. (laughs) And having already seen this this afternoon, Mark, they're going to continue that tradition. We're going to get a few new shots uh, a little bit of new music, a few new pieces of dialogue, and then a lot of stuff that we've already seen as well. Uh, but just as a slight, slight, slight spoiler warning, normally I don't even bother for officially released stuff. But but if you are extra spoilery sensitive, um, this may not be the episode for you. Just a fair warning because there are a couple surprising shots uh, revealed in the trailer that uh, that you might want to wait for the movie. But again, it's nothing too big. Nothing too big. So... Uh, uh, having officially done that warning, Mark, here's how we're going to do it. I know you've queued up the audio uh, yourself and the trailer yourself. I'm going to play it so the folks listening live and on the podcast will be able to hear it, and I'll kind of narrate along briefly uh, as we watch, and then I'll get your your big takeaways and then my big takeaways. Uh, so how's that? Right. Sound like a plan? Let's, let's do this Rogue One International trailer number two. All right, I'm going to do a three, two, one, begin, and uh, on the word begin, we will start. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. It says, very complicated, sir. It says, it takes precise timing, not unlike Luke Skywalker <laughs> as he dropped the proton torpedo into the Death Star. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one, begin. All right, so we've got a very similar Darth Vader theme cutting to a few shots we've already seen of Rogue One, but... That shuttle's just ridiculous, just yeah. so you know. And we see Ray running away or running along as the shuttle lands. That's something we saw at Celebration Europe, by the way, Mark. All right, let's take a listen here. God, she's an adorable little kid. Ooh, mommy. Yep. Little picture of mom and a little uh, little Japor snippet type thing. Is that a Kyber crystal? Coded Imperial transmission. It indicates that a major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. Oh, yeah. So why me? The message was sent by your father. Family drama. They call it the Death Star. You need to capture the planet. If my father. I always thought that was inside the planet. Wow. If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? Rebellions are built on hope. 
I want to help. Where's my team? She wants to fight. There is a 97.6% chance of failure. He means well. <laughs> Shuttle, what's your call sign? It's, um... Ah. Oh. Rogue. Ah. Oh. Rogue One. May the Force be with us. So well done. The power that we are dealing with is immeasurable. Oh, man, the next wave. Follow your lead. Oh, I'm not used to people sticking around Warriors. when things go bad. Take hold of this moment. The force is strong. Shut up! We'll take the next chance. And the next. Until we win, or the chances are spent. Ah! <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, it's Vader! <laughs> it's a new wow. shot of Vader. All right. That was cool because you could see his helmet, like neck thing, like. Oh yeah. That was a very, very practical. Whoo, dude. Ooh, that was good. Mark, what's your uh, what's your reactions? What you think? Pretty dang excited, man. I yeah. Mean, uh, I, there were a lot of little tiny uh, shots there and stuff that. Yep. Just yep. flew by really fast. That were just like, oh my god, I, that, totally new. Can't wait to see this and that and the other thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just got the uh, the diecast of that shuttle. And honestly, I really, Ooh. really don't like the shuttle. The, oh, really? The wings on that thing, like, well, okay. So the diecast, like, granted, you know, it's it's limited. It, its wings are, are as is, but they are so ridiculously long that you can't stand it on its stand in flight mode. They're that long. And now I'm assuming they're gonna do like Kylo Ren's when they go into the parked position. But again, on the toy, it's so long that you can't park it the way it shows it being parked. It's like, why the? It's a really weird in that regard. I don't understand why they're making all the wings on all the Lambda-like shuttles so big. Like, hey, bigger is better. We did it with the Death Star. We did it with Starkiller Base. Let's do it with the shuttles. Like, but yet the one that you see coming down on uh, Jakku, or not Jakku, uh, Jeddah, those ones with the four. I got the diecast of that. And it is glorious. Like the landing ramp on it comes down. The little it's got landing pads that come out. It looks kind of like a humpback whale when it's in its position. I mm -hmm. mean, that one, that one's pretty sick. I like it, and yeah. it's got big, big wings too. So I don't know. No, the little things I, I lock onto. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you got a lot of the smaller details. I do want to touch on. So thematically, we have back towards the beginning. Uh, we get the shot of Ray, uh, Ray, <laughs> Freudian slip there, of Jin running along the ground and mm -hmm. um uh in 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 fear of sorts and we see that shuttle that very shuttle uh flying overhead and what seems to be a big climactic climactic uh, conf uh confrontation from um Krennic and Mad Mickelson's character um Galen or so I'm still kind of mm -hmm. getting used to it man uh so <laughs> So, so do you think that, that they're going to keep the plot from the Death Star book in Legends no. where they they destroyed the planet no. Despair? Because uh, oh, I it see was built over Despair, and it yeah. looks like they're blowing up Jeddah. So, and then that's like that the next shot blasted. I wanted to get to because that's kind of new where they're really showing the confrontation between what seems to be like the two powerful men that that kind of set up the central conflict of the story. Like the conflict of the story doesn't seem to come from Rey – but from her father and his relationship with Orson Krennic. Uh, we don't know and what Orson, that... Orson's got a special spot with Vader, too, so yep. it's like he's a power player in and of himself. But even on this early on moment, the fact that we get the significance of that small little kind of charm-looking thing that she's then carrying uh, around yeah. her neck later, 
but that I, was pretty cool. But I don't want to just tress right past that moment that you just uh, 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 brought up. In fact, I'm going to replay this clip real quick. Uh, just bear with me for just one second, Mark. Uh, the listeners are going to hear it too. Here we go. Uh, we see about 40 seconds into the trailer. We need to know how to destroy it. We need to know how to destroy the Death Star. So why me? The message was sent by your father. And that's when we see the Death Star eclipse. And there's this tiny clip, this tiny clip right at the 52 second mark, where we see the freaking Death Star eclipse, but Mm -hmm. with an operational beam firing straight down into the planet. And that seems to coincide with all these kind of large erupting shots of landmass just exploding and becoming pulp uh, Mm -hmm. in a lot of these previous trailers. So I think think you're right, man. I guess in short, Mark, what I'm saying is you just may be right. They may be doing that whole they're going to destroy the planet. Well, and I just – there's a part of me that hurts – just thinking about that. I mean, oh, yeah? Luke, Luke, all that lore, Luke is never going to get to touch. It's gone, like straight up wiped out in a way that we haven't seen in the new canon. I mean, we've seen stuff similar like that in Legends where Palpatine went around and scourged it all. And what he left behind, he purposely had tainted so it would, it would turn Jedi to the dark side, stuff of that nature. But now to have that, I mean, that's something I was really looking forward to, the whole Stone Temple Jedi, yeah. uh, you know, and all that stuff. And I always thought that scene where you saw the shuttle and it looked like stuff was falling from above, I thought that was a cave. I totally, now it's like, holy nope. crud, the whole planet's blowing up around. I I'm think like, that's it. Ooh, man, that is just, yeah. And it seems like a no-brainer. Uh, you know, I mean, in the Death Star book, Despair was a nowhere planet. Nobody really knew of it. So they used it to test out the laser to see that the laser was operational. Uh, but when Tarkin does it, it's that's like the public display. You know, like like a lot of stores, like my subway, when we moved buildings, like we were running for almost a month before we had our grand opening. You know, I was like, well, you want to have that grand opening. You want to have everybody out of the press. You want to have everything running smoothly. So we're going to run for almost a month first. So, you know, you've got that angle. It's kind of weird. But I think about that crystal. Uh-huh. And I think about, uh, you know, Mad's character and what kind of science is he in? You know, is he somebody mm-hmm. that works with crystals? Uh, you know, is that like the family thing? Like, you know, maybe they once at one point helped the Jedi find crystals or or something along that regard. Or he was just fascinated with crystals. I don't know. I just I get this feeling like maybe that there's a family tie there more than just mom gave me this bracelet and I'm still carrying it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's um. That, so many questions, man. So many questions um, raised. Like I said, there's a lot of moments. And then we get a better a new shot of Vader right at the end there that, mm-hmm. uh, that's really well done. I really, I really like um, that shot. I guess there's not much else to say other than it's freaking Vader and it's the best thing well, ever. Um, like I said, it, it's the practical effect of it. You can see the lip where the helmet is. Like I just, I love that the realness of it. There, it's like, you know, I mean, they could have CGI'd that away, you know, and made yep. it look like it was all bent plastic or something like that. With some of the really cool armors we've seen, Marvel movies, their villains and stuff, the aliens and stuff, it has a more flowing feel. But not Darth Vader, man. He is hard, cold steel type guy, mm-hmm. I lo- and I love it. Exactly. Like that jumped right out. I was just like, oh, that looks like a mask, but that's so glorious. I absolutely can't wait to get it. You can even see the ruby in the eyes, too. It's just, I don't know. I mean, they're really paying attention to all the right details. I cannot wait for this movie. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And there's so much more to talk about, too. This trailer, this, this, um, this relic, this crystal, this, whatever this, that, that Jen's mom passed on to her, 
I, I think this is significant, man. Like, I really think there's something to this in the plot of the film. I don't think it's necessarily a MacGuffin, but there mm-hmm. really is something, uh, there's something to it. And I, and I have a couple ideas about it. And in fact, there's a piece in Hit Fix that actually specifically talks about the crystal and, and what this might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to get into that right after I tell you guys about this week's sponsor, which I will tell you about right after <laughs> I say goodbye to Mark. Because, Mark, as I understand, you've got a role, right? Yeah, my daughter's doing powder puff football, and tonight's the big game. So uh, I hear. Checking I, that dude, out. No worries. No worries at all. I'm so glad you're able to come on and, and lend some of your perspectives, man. Dude, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, yeah, Mark, and, and what are you... Enjoy the crystal. Will do. That, that's an angle Got I'm a, looking forward to as well. <laughs> quick question for you. Are you um, are you available tomorrow by any chance? What's your schedule like then? He, he asks live on the podcast. Let, let me uh, double check with the wife, but I think I am actually available. We'll what touch, time are we thinking? We'll touch we base again. closer to four or six? Uh, we'll touch base again tomorrow, and it would be closer to... Closer to six your time, even maybe even a little later, because uh, okay. I've got some RTC stuff. But I, I say all that to say there is relevancy for you listening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because the, the scheduling uh, we uh, we have we do our Friday episodes for everyone who supports the show on Patreon. So we're going to get together. Mark and I are going to record uh, tomorrow for the Friday edition, which we always release as a special bonus for everyone who supports the show directly at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. So there you go. That's a nice little plug for you. Mark, thanks for swinging by, and we'll be in touch. Later, guys. All right. Take care. Get out of here. All right, Mark Herlman, everybody. You find him at uh, at IllogicalRogue2 on uh, on Twitter, at IllogicalRogue2 on Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, you can find him on Facebook. Uh, We'll have all the links for this episode 34 of Star Wars tonight. Now, this is where it gets interesting. This is where it gets interesting, folks, because Riley, I don't do this often enough, but I'm podcasting solo. I'm channeling my inner Steve Glosson because um, uh, <laughs> I have more thoughts on this trailer. we got to break it down some more. Uh, so a couple quick things. First of all, soup, hi to everybody in the chat. Uh, for everyone who's, who's live and who's, uh, who's not logged on, make sure you log on. Leave some questions and comments in the chat. We'll bring those into the show now that Mark's had to, had to roll out. Uh, hi, Troy. It's good to see you. Uh, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, and then number two, uh, I want to talk. Uh, I have more thoughts on the trailer, uh, and I and I am going to get to this hit fi- fix piece on that weird freaking charm that we see. Um, but but there's also this this quote from Jen. I don't remember where in the trailer it is, and I'll have to paraphrase ever so slightly. But where she says. Uh, like people sticking around is kind of new to her. You get the sense it's solidified that she's the uh, the abandoned child archetype, uh, which I think definitely adds to the um, to the mythos to the tradition of Star Wars. You know, a fatherless life. Uh, because if Mads Mikkelsen's, if Galen Erso's out of the picture at a young age, which these trailers that show her as a young girl seem to show, well then. Uh, if 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 she fits right in with characters like Luke and Ray, uh, if that's the case, which I'm very excited about because I think it adds depth, and also adds a certain amount of spunk to her character. Also, I find it absolutely fascinating that, and I never even thought about that, but we're seeing freaking flashbacks in a Star Wars in a Star Wars movie. We're seeing young Jyn Erso. 
Why did I not realize this before? <laughs> this is brand new territory. Uh, we're getting flashbacks in a Star Wars film. Now, of course, it does make a little bit more sense since, uh, since we get to see... Uh, it's a spin-off film, so it's not a saga film. So I think there's a little bit more room for experimentation. But, um, but you know, it's, it's, it is new. It is new territory to cross. Uh, so we're going to uh, get into this hit fix piece, but I'd also be remiss. I, ne- I need to get to him right now because we're uh, now that Mark's uh, rolled out, I don't want to get too far into the show before I do thank our sponsor. Uh, we do have a sponsor for the, today's episode. This episode of Star Wars Tonight is brought to you by the fine folks over at Geek Fuel. Now, Geek Fuel, for those of you guys who don't know, is a monthly subscription box for geeks and gamers and Star Wars fans just like you. Every month, they ship you a, uh, a box full of geeky awesomeness worth of at least uh, 50 bucks. However, for just around 15 bucks... Uh, plus shipping and handling. So make sure that you check them out. It's geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Every box has an exclusive t-shirt, a fully downloadable game, and a total of five to seven geeky items. So make sure you uh, check it out. Uh, oh, and also, not to forget, um, just for Star Wars Report and Star Wars Tonight listeners, uh, they're giving you a free bonus Star Wars item. So is, is that first month alone is definitely worth it. Because uh, get your own free bonus Star Wars item with your first box. Uh, all you have to do is go to geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Sign up through that link, and they'll know that you sent you. Make sure you check them out. We really do appreciate them for, uh, for supporting Star Wars tonight and making it happen every night. Really, really do appreciate it. Again, that's geekfuel. Geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Now, let's get into this charm. This, this, this freaking weird charm. Um... Mm. I, I'm looking at some of the screenshots in this hit fix piece, which I'm going to drop to you guys who are watching the, uh, in the chat so that you have access to what I'm kind of looking at here. But uh, as we look at this, um, man, the uh, uh, I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, it's by Jill uh, Pentazzi uh, at, at Hit Fix, and she's talking about the, the new international trailer for Rogue One, of course, that we've been talking about this whole show. And she, uh, she talks about how it's reinforcing the idea that hope is an important theme of the movie, which I think is important to recognize. Uh, and we've talked about some of the spoilers, but let's get straight, up, uh, straight to Jin's mom. We see a shot of Jin's mom giving uh, Jin Erso this small crystal hanging on a necklace. Uh, in fact, I, didn't, I don't remember this being a news story. But uh, according to Hitfix, they learned of uh, Valene Kane landing the role of Jin's mom. Uh, but this is the first time she's made an appearance in the trailers. So it looks like this is one of the flashbacks that we see that sets up Jin's past, where she has this sort of crystal. And, it, and it, it, it'd be interesting. It, the possibility of this thing being some sort of force relic, um, I find absolutely fascinating. I really do hope that there's some sort of force connection. Maybe this is, maybe it's imbued, this crystal is imbued with some kind of light side power. Maybe this is how she connects with, with Chirrut uh, and, and Baze Malbus because Chirrut's that, the, the big believer in the force. All is as the force wills it. 
uh, that would be interesting. And of course, it, it's, it's really hard not to jump to directly to the Kyber Crystal comparison. Um, uh, which is just too, too easy. Uh, if you guys remember, and this is a good point brought up in the piece, uh, the Gendy series of The Clone Wars uh, had the, uh, the episodes about going to retrieve Kyber ki- Crystals, as well as the Youngling arc in, in The Clone Wars, not just Clone Wars. It's easy to confuse the two. Um, but yeah, it, it, we, could, we could see, uh, there could be some connection here with this sort of uh, holy land that we've learned about that is Jeddah, this sacred planet. Um, and you know, if, if there is something kind of sacred about this planet, if, the, if this force crystal perhaps has something to do with that, it makes it that much more impactful when the Empire destroys it. Because think about it. Think about it for a second. Um, if the, uh, you know, if the Empire wants to destroy the last vestiges of the Jedi Order, if, if they want to quote Tarkin, if they want the, that fire to go out of the galaxy, then it makes perfect sense that we see the Death Star firing on the planet Jeddah. Um, and I think that's going to be a big part of the uh, finale, for sure. Um, the interesting thing about the crystal also is the fact that it's not colored. It's, it's, it's pure, kind of clear white. Uh, kind of like the blades that Ahsoka has. So I don't know, maybe that there could be a connection of, of it belonging to or having been impacted by some kind of non-affiliated rogue force user that's not necessarily connected with the... Uh, uh, with the four, uh, with the Jedi or with the Sith. Um, so yeah, uh, Kyber Crystal maybe, may, just maybe. It, I mean, it's been a big theme of Star Wars, whether it's the Gindi series of the Clone Wars, or whether it's the uh, the the you know the animated series and the Youngling arc where they get their lightsaber crystals, or even Star Wars Rebels and the Sith Temple and the 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 kind of the big giant crystal slash uh, Sith holocron. Uh, it seems to fit in with where Star Wars has gone uh, more recently. So I definitely think that none of this necessarily means that Jin Erso, and this is, a, this is something else that's pointed out in the piece. Uh, again, we'll have it linked up in the show notes. Uh, none of this means Jin is Force-sensitive. In fact, I think it's kind of a, it would, it would hurt her character in some ways if she was Force-sensitive because it would just be sort of a shortcut to her being the superhero of the story. And I don't think that's the story that Gareth Edwards is trying to tell. He's trying to tell the story of a, um, the struggle of a, uh, of a lone wolf, a woman who rebels, uh, not, against, not just against the establishment and her family, but uh, on behalf of a cause, that she finds, Jin Erso finds uh, her own cause. So she becomes the rebel with a cause instead of the rebel without a, a cause, for sure. I'm going to jump straight to the chat here. We had a question uh, from Troy. Uh, and uh, Troy uh, asked, "Are two or three PO in Rogue One?" Now, this is an excellent question. I kind of there has to be a point where there's a cutoff because R two and three PO can't be in every Star Wars movie because at some point they're going to tell an old Republic movie or they're going to tell something vastly in the future or they're going to tell a spin-off movie where it just wouldn't work in the story. 
and they won't have them in. So the tradition of having them be in all Star Wars movies, I just don't think works. So if there's going to be a time to end that tradition of R2 and 3PO being a part of every Star Wars movie, now's the time in Rogue One, this being the, uh, the spinoff, uh, the spinoff time. That's, you know, I don't know. That's, that's all I can, uh, that's really all I can say. I think the likelihood of us seeing them in Rogue One is, is fairly, uh, fairly low, fairly low. But you know what, guys? It's, wow, I just looked at the timer. We have been buzzing along for the whole show, folks. It's been, it's been absolutely crazy. In fact, wow, we've been broadcasting for nearly half an hour. So, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't have time to dilly-dally at all. I gotta, I gotta get ready here and, uh, make sure my, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. We gotta make sure the audio cue's right and bring this podcast to a close. Thanks so much to everybody who tuned in live to this episode of Star Wars Tonight. Episode 34 is in the can. You guys will notice I'm actually a little hoarse today. I gotta get a sip of water here. Ah, there we go. That's a little better. Um, <laughs> I have a little hoarse today. It's been a big day, really big day for me. It's a big cause for celebration. A lot of ups and downs in the political world, but... Uh, for me, I'm extremely proud and, and, and extremely excited about uh, my future as an Air Force officer. Not going to lie, it's been a, a, a big, big day and a great time of celebration. And I'm also glad to celebrate Star Wars with you guys. It's another big part of my life. So it's all it's all good vibes, good feelings all around. Uh, uh, here's a toast. I mean, I'm, <laughs> it's a glass of water. But here's a, here's a toast to you and everyone who's listening uh, now and via the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into Star Wars tonight. And being a part of this grand experiment. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, so much more stuff's coming this week. Coming up, uh, well, first of all, make sure uh, you uh, jump on Patreon. We are actually delivering the Friday episode of Star Wars Tonight to supporters at every level. So if you want to pledge a penny and jump on board, there you go. Pledge a penny, feel a plenty. Pledge a nickel, uh, eat a pickle. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, uh, it, especially to those of you guys who've already jumped on board at uh, this, the Star Wars Report Patreon to directly support us, like that's the most impactful way you can do it. Seriously, it means the absolute world to us. Also, also, let's not forget uh, our sponsor for this week, Geek Fuel. We do thank you, uh, thank them for supporting the uh, the Star Wars Tonight and Star Wars Report podcast. Make sure that you check out everything they offer at uh, geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. That's geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Uh, we've got the email set up for you guys. Make sure you uh, fire off those emails, especially over the weekend if you're catching up on these episodes. If you're listening to this now over the weekend, we want to get, uh, collect some email for this week and, and, and start a dialogue back and forth with you guys throughout the weeks and, and, make, uh, and make feedback and comments a big part of the show. So make sure you do that. Uh, the email is starwarstonight at gmail.com let us know what you thought of the international trailer and was it too spoilery was the the new shot of vader was that too much did we need it was maybe the shot of the death star firing was that too much let us know what you thought star wars tonight at gmail.com uh you can also follow me uh i am on social media all the time uh, today i was posting my celebrations uh of uh of, of getting my air force job uh, but also I'm often t- uh, posting about Star Wars and college life and all that kind of stuff. You can find that at uh, 
at the Riley Guy on Instagram, Twitter, and all of the social medias. Uh, and that about does it. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. If you enjoy it, make sure you leave us an iTunes review. It's always much appreciated. Head over to StarWarsReport.com slash iTunes, Or just head over to the iTunes store, and uh, that's where you can uh, uh, search for Star Wars Tonight. Subscribe, rate, and review. It really means a whole lot. Even if you're using, like, a, a podcast app. It makes a big difference. All right, that puts the wraps on this episode. Episode 34 of Star Wars Tonight is in the can. We do thank everyone for tuning in live. And, of course, one last salute to everyone uh, on the podcast version. May the Force be with you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Tonight. Remember, the the opinions expressed on this podcast do not represent the opinions of Star Wars Tonight. The Star Wars Report, any of the uh, hosts who weren't available tonight, and really honestly us. They don't, uh, the opinions expressed on this program represent the opinions of nobody. <laughs> or Lucasfilm. Or Disney. You guys know the drill. And remember, never race the Millennium Falcon because it can make point .12 past light speed. Until next time. Bye-bye, kids. Bye-bye.